And I heard from the other locker room that, you know, we, we talk about the noise in that place, and it's real, by the way, because the press box is open air and we're basically sitting in the stands. And it's very difficult for the offensive linemen going on silent counts to not get jumped by the defense that's looking at the ball. And I think that led to a lot of problems that Cowboys offensive line had because they did not play as well as we've seen them play previously. And because of that, they got themselves in a lot of bad down distances. And then the Saints were able to pin their ears back and I don't know if Dak ever got comfortable in the pocket. You Didn't know? see the field very well yeah, in this game. He, mm-hmm. never, he never got comfortable. Everything seemed frantic the whole time. Even though they didn't have one false start, it just seemed frantic the whole time, trying to change plays, getting guys in different places on the line of scrimmage, and it resulted in them scoring the only touchdown in the game. I one thought, touchdown. Yeah, I thought, the Saints, I thought the Saints secondary was really good in this game. They, they, they basically said Amari Cooper is not going to beat us in this game. They took their best cover man who, is, who has had some problems, and he covered very well in this game. And they said, okay, Randall Cobb and, and, and Devin Smith, you guys try and beat us. We talked about last week and mentioned that we felt like the Saints' safeties were a poor part of their secondary. The plays they made were down the middle of the field in cover two. Never felt like the Saints' safeties we're nearly attacked enough in this game. Now, whether Dak Prescott saw it or not, it, you know, it didn't matter. People are saying, what was Kellen Moore's game plan? Where was all the play action? Where was all that? You know, I just felt like the Saints overall did a, did a great job of taking away a lot of that stuff. Even when Dak Prescott had time to throw the ball, there was coverage down the field. Yeah. There was a lot of contested plays. There were plays that, you know, that, they, you know, that we've seen. Now, Prescott missed – uh, Cobb on a crossing route on the third down if he throws the ball in front. But then Cobb's professional. He's got to make that play. It's behind him a little bit. And then he misses Cobb in the end zone, you know, after uh, he does. I don't know how he got out of trouble. He's throwing to his left. How many times have we seen him throw to his left and then be accurate? But he wasn't accurate. And he missed Cobb twice on key plays that could have been big in this game. And, you know, the Cowboys had an opportunity late in that game, too, with they get, you know, Sean Payton with a crazy call of throwing the ball late in the game. They get the sack. They get the ball back. The 10-second runoff killed him in that game. Yeah. They just killed him at the end because, you know, they get a heck of a play down the middle of the field again to Cobb, and then they're in a situation where if they could have gotten one more snap where they could have thrown the ball, maybe they could have gotten better field goal range. But the 10-second runoff, not only lose their all-pro tackle, they lose 10 seconds in the game when they needed those 10 seconds. Well, not only did they lose the 10 seconds, they lost the opportunity to catch the ball, too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the the guy was on Cooper the whole way, and then when he made his cut, the guy lost his balance and falls backwards, and you get called for pass interference, yeah. which was the second one. And by the way, I don't know if you guys sense this or not, Cooper, who nursed that ankle all week, looked like he was running in mud now, the, I, the whole day. He was Friday's practice. I mean, they're not going to put a guy out there. I know, hurt. but I don't think he was 100%. Well, then he, he should have played. Moved. He just wasn't moving the way he normally moves. I think I think 23 had a lot to do with that myself. Well, right. they, and 23 had some 23, too. 23 played with a chip on his shoulder. You know, guys like myself, Mickey, everybody was calling him out of being a bum, basically. And well, he it, was the week before. Well, Do you think he was listening to Talking Cowboys? Yeah, I think so. Well, I just know overall, nationally, they're probably sure. calling him a bum. And I mean, Chris Collinsworth called him out last night for giving up a lot of big plays. But he played excellent last night. Matter of fact, their whole secondary. They did a great job. Dennis Allen did a super job. You know, rush three, drop eight, clog and cover, whatever you have to do. They did a great job of mixing things up for Dak Prescott, not giving him clean looks. You know, and giving him an opportunity to get the ball to where he needed to, and the receivers did a poor job of of, of running routes, getting open. I'm not going to make any excuses for Amari Cooper because, you know, he tries to run a slant, and 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 you know, Lattimore is all over him. You know, and that's and that's Prescott trying to force the ball in there when he had three other options he could have gone with. In that You're game. right. The secondary for for the Saints was really good. The and we talked about it. The front four they they showed faith in those guys to stop the run up front. And their their linebackers Brown were could block Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown was yeah. a load inside. Demario yeah. Davis, their linebacker, was flowing to the ball. I, Mickey made a good point. I think you made the comparison on the fan this morning that that noise is a real thing. 
and it was decidedly a, a pro Saints crowd. I know there was a lot of blue in the crowd, but they had very much a 12th man advantage there coming off the snap defensively. And it, it reminded you of that Metrodome game in the playoffs about 10 years ago. And I, I thought the Our same place, thing yeah. yeah, during the press box that it's hard. They didn't have any pre-snap uh, penalties, I don't believe. The communication pre-snap was good, but the Saints were flying off the snap and, and they were flowing to the ball. I mean, they just... That was a tremendous defensive effort, and and you know the, the offense said after the game a wasted effort for the Cowboys defense because yeah, absolutely gosh you, you know, I mean you hold them to four field goals it's another slugfest just like last year they, the did, last they did a great job and what a play by Jalen Smith to give him an opportunity at the end oh yeah hell of a call too hell of a call Kerry Hyder too Kerry Hyder getting there, right? home and then yeah. also Robert Quinn took three blockers with him on that mm-hmm. one to get Smith home that's and Sean that. Payton said afterwards he kicked himself for calling such a stupid play at I mean, that what, point what was of the that going to be like that a forty seven yard field goal they were trying they were trying to run the wheel route. Yeah. Give Byron Jones a lot of credit. Byron Jones cover, uh, covered the wheel. Or excuse me, uh, Jordan Lewis covered the wheel coming out of the backfield. And then and Bridgewater, once he saw it covered, he tried to avoid. And, I mean, you know, the, the best hope you could have, you got the sack. But, man, if you could have knocked the ball loose, I mean, that would have been one of those things. Ball would have been at midfield and a, a chance to go win the game. You know, I felt like they had enough time to go win the game. I did, too. I felt like that, you know, but – but then again, you, you kind of said, then I should have thought to myself, well, they haven't made any plays really down the field. The chunk plays, you talked about them, only two of them. Two. The one chunk play they were able to make, they didn't have enough time. They got the ball. It was a great throw by Dak. That was one of the two, to Cobb. To Cobb, yeah. 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 And mean, the other one, that was the second longest play. The other one was to Jarwin, Jarwin. down to the one-yard yeah, line. Both, yep. both against cover, too. And so, you know, that's kind of where... Yeah, the team just didn't do enough to to win this football game offensively. It just did not. And, and it's it, a shame when you when you waste a defensive effort, even though the Saints controlled the clock, they didn't kick, they didn't score a touchdown. And I looked back and looked, and it's last time they lost a game not scoring, giving up a touchdown was two thousand and two when they were just bad, awful. They yeah, actually, we were bad, yeah. They lost, I think, a game 9-5 and 9-7 or something weird like that. So, yeah. but that, that and, and after all this stuff we said, they lost by two points. And Brian mentioned some missed opportunities. Two Usually points. Jack rolling to his left. That's he's, money. He's money. Well, he you said, know? I've completed that ball exactly. a million times. That's right. You know, and, and, and yeah. that's, look at that. That the, that was the second drive of the game. They left four points on the field. People you will lose by two. People will say that the the Saints, if they wouldn't have had the the penalties, would have been a lot different game. Dallas forced you into those penalties. I mean, the Cowboys' pass rush forced you into those. Larry Wolford, he he was awful. I mean, he was he was awful. And you know, he he was holding every play, and and you know, he could have been called for more in that game. But if you said, oh well, if the Saints would have just you know, if they wouldn't have got those penalties, nah. Well, if they hadn't held, they were going to get the quarterback sack. There's no question. There's no question. Yeah. So I, again, this was this was a big time wasted opportunity by the Dallas offense. Uh, to uh, to to handle this game, the turnovers were terrible. You know, Jason Witten. I mean, they make a heck of a play. They rush three, drop eight. Witten finds finds the the, the window. Dak hits him on the run, know, and then you know, and, and then AJ Klein is in coverage, and he's in such bad position. But then he rallies his ass off to knock the ball free. You know, that's the kind of stuff. If you're going to get beat, make sure you rally to get to the ball. That's a good lesson for everybody out there. But. And then the Zeke thing, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I thought I thought I the mean, fumble, I thought his elbow was down, and they're talking about the ball moving and all. And I've just grown to know that the officials are going to screw you anytime they can. Mm. So just be ready for that. They 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 just gave up on that call. It, it was like you know what the guy in the field said yeah. it was a fumble. Okay, yeah. it's a fumble. But they yeah. didn't yeah. say it was a. Fumble. They didn't call it. They a didn't fumble call on it the a field. fumble, right? Right. I'm I mean, not, I, you can't bitch about it. I mean, what the hell? They're, they're, again, the officials are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to yeah. re. They're going to replay what they want to replay. They're not going to replay stuff. So you know you're at the mercy of. And of, they of had that the group. bullseye right there on the replay. The the down marker, the, the big orange circle, mm-hmm. it was in the way of seeing the play a couple times, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and Zeke said afterwards, I can't leave any doubt in that situation. Doesn't matter if my elbow was down; it kind of looked like it was, but it not, it, not only kinda, it, it was down, and the but, ball wasn't well, out. It was bound. I it mean, was down, but the it, ball he was, was pulling. So he, he was pulling you know, the ball out. The ball again, wasn't out. What what they what they you're they said to the mercy of exactly. Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I see, mean, what happens there, it, it, it ends up being a big swing because now they get the ball and they end up kicking a field goal 
when they wouldn't have had that opportunity, they wouldn't have time left. And then we can get into how the clock went from four seconds to two seconds miraculously <laughs> on that last play. All right, let's get into a lot of all of that stuff and much more on Talking Cowboys when we come back in just a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, we could go on and on talking about replay and fumbles and the call on the field and all that stuff. That's what we were talking about during the during the break here. I don't By know. The way, sometimes the Packers relying on replay doesn't help, though, does it? No, when your elbows on the ground. No, and not at you, all. When the official's not sure what the call was anyway on the field. Um, the Cowboys are playing the Packers at 3:25 on Sunday at AT&T Stadium, and yes, you can watch Cowboys football live at AT&T Stadium. Go to DallasCowboys.com. You may already be here on DallasCowboys.com uh, to get your tickets for Sunday's game against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Mickey, do you want to go from four seconds to two seconds to zero seconds to Jason Garrett's fastest play in NFL history? Yeah. The clock didn't start. Does it have to hit something yes. for it to be stopped? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, so it does. And who, it, like who, was the, who was the official on the uh, or the the in the booth? Who was the I don't know. the game guy? Well, let me tell you that. Because actually, no, 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 here. no, on TV. Oh, Al Michaels and Chris Collins. No, who was their, their oh, uh, rules? Terry McCauley. Yeah. Okay, so He's he a came. Clown. But he came on and pointed out uh, after I went back and looked <laughs> at it when I got home that the clock doesn't start stop until it hits something right. right so if you remember back training camp san antonio when bill was having quincy carter learn throw to run out the ball just throw it as far as, as you can, can yeah. and throw it out of bounds yeah. and the clock doesn't stop right until the ball hits the ground mm-hmm. the ball the clock stopped as soon as the ball crossed the 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 sideline. It appeared to me that it appeared to me that the clock didn't start. <laughs> yeah. until it didn't the, start. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It appeared to me the clock didn't start until the ball got to the out of bounds. No, I I went back and watched <laughs> it, and he took a two stre- a quick two step drop right. Right. And the clock hadn't started until the ball he was throwing the ball. <laughs> and then it didn't and then it landed like 5 6 yards out of bounds by time it hit. I talked to Sean after the game and, and we he should goes, be surprised. He goes, you know, that play should have taken 3 seconds. I said, mm-hmm. "Well, I think it took 4." At minimum there should have been 1 second left on the clock exactly. and and maybe you go to Maybe they should go to arena ball and use the decimals and have it tick all the way down to a tenth of a second just so you know exactly how much time is left. I think I think Sean and RJ brought that up on the fan this morning, and Jason Garrett was like, hmm, I thought the same thing, honestly. And if there's, do that. if there's three tenths of a second left on the clock, then you can't get a playoff. Just like the, count, the, the, the 
in basketball, shot, the basketball, shot doesn't right. count. Right. And then you know, and those are <laughs> those are those are the two circumstances that led to a field goal. They lost by mm-hmm. two. You know, all this stuff we've said. It comes down to a handful of plays. They lost by two. It does. Yeah. It does. That's right. They still lost. That's they right. did. Oh, I understand. Okay, what about um, the decision to go for it on uh, fourth and one at you know, his totally. own 43-yard line? Yeah, I mean, again, they, they ran a – they you know, he's he has confidence in his offensive line, even though they'd had some struggles in this game. I kind of was kind of going through the litany of problems that they had just on first down runs. But you know, uh, I, I'm all for that. You know, this this, I, I'm sitting here arguing or saying, hey, make Bridgewater have to play. You know, do, I mean, go for it, go for it. Trying to make him, try and make something happen. Try and get your team going a little bit. Try and build a little spark, a little momentum, and all that. Hell, they had the first down. Yeah, they did. They, they had did. the first down. The well, guy just fumbled the damn ball, and well, that's you know. And there's a question whether he actually fumbled the ball. That's too. right. Well, but I mean, we won't get into yeah, that. But yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. And I was. I'll be honest. At the time, I'm thinking punt it away. I thought the just, same thing. Just to well, and then because the Saints it, they got field goal range. Yeah. Right. Right. But, right. But it's a calculated gamble. You just paid this guy how much money? He's the best back in the league, arguably. And they got the first down. Yeah. I mean, it, you right. know, hindsight, right. they made the right decision. You can argue the call for sure. I thought he should have gone for it. And so he, he won the bet and then lost. Yeah. Because the ball gets yanked out. And let's not also forget, on, and he probably still would have made the field goal, but it's third and 10 at the 27. And they force an incompletion, and they get the personal foul on Lawrence. He's on the ground trying to grab the quarterback, Ooh, and, he, yeah, that was and he gets call. called 15 yards. So if at fourth down at the 27, 37, it was going to be a 45. Now that guy was going to hit it. He's really that, good. That guy, right? every field goal he makes is over 50 yards, yeah. it appears. He, he would have mm-hmm. hit it. But there was a lot of circumstances to went to what seemed like a meaningless field goal. Okay, it's 9-3. Nine th- nine you're, you're only down a touchdown. You go in the lead, which it ended up 10-9 so yeah a lot of things went into that and then okay you get to halftime you're down 9-3 and the first half was a lot like even last week's game against Miami where it was a 10-6 lead or whatever it was at halftime but you take control of the game in the third quarter which has been the Cowboys habit so far in the first three games of the year of course Dak still hadn't thrown an incompletion in the third quarter of a game but in the second half the Saints own the time of possession, nearly yep. 19 minutes time of possession in the second half. And the Cowboys only had the ball that one time, great drive in the third quarter. And until the final seconds of the game, they only had three possessions in the entire second half of the game. But you got to go ahead and convert. The only reason that they got a first down the on the second possession, that the Cowboys got a first down the second possession early in the fourth quarter because they got a penalty on a third down play. So it was, it was essentially two three and outs offensively after that long drive. They yeah. did what they wanted to do, and especially in the second half. You're right, Bill. They got the milk the clock. They they used Camara. He had some tough runs. Yeah. You know, the Cowboys defense was around the ball. They played with great effort, but Camara, he didn't break the big play, but he ran had some plays with incredible balance, second effort. Um, you saw why he's a great running back. And, and what it did for them, even when they didn't have a scoring drive, they were able f- to to maintain field position where the Cowboys the started. Too, yeah, yeah. more steady. And so the Cowboys in the second half, their drives, their possession started at their own 16-yard line, their own 25, their own 13, and their own 10. Yeah, that, they had a three and out after the Robert Quinn sack, too, late in, in the second half that killed him. You know that that was they got what they got second and one, and then they ran the ball and got minus one, and then turn around and had an incomplete pass. Am I right about that, Bill? Right before, uh, right before, uh, it's like probably three, four minutes left in the game, five minutes left in the game. They had a, this that right. untimely three and out. That I mean, heck, they get they get a nice. They get a nice play. They get nine yards. Eight, eight yards to Cooper eight and yards. then zero for Zeke. Yeah. And then uh, incomplete to Cooper punt. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 actually uh, minus one to Zeke. Well, okay. I, the, I was following along on the on the NFL Jesus site, and they said Cooper for nine and then and then Zeke for minus one, gave it a third and two. And then they had another incompletion again, and that you know that was this killer. That Lattimore broke it up. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that that's to me is where that to me is where. You know this game. They needed to find ways. They didn't make enough plays on third down. Yeah, and I don't think it was all about protection. I think I think there was. I think the coverage was really good. I think I don't think Dak was as as sharp as he needed to be in this game. 
I really don't. I wonder if the offer on his contract goes down now. I don't think <laughs> it, it was going to. It's probably going to stay the same. Were you? Um, I was just trying to be because, because they weren't third and longs either. We're talking third and twos. Yeah, you know. they they run the ball four in second and one. Four of eleven. Second and one, and they get minus one because they can't you know they can't block Malcolm Brown. Right. You how, know? Was, how much yeah. did the return of Rankins help the Saints? No, nah, he was there? it was it was Brown. Okay. It was Brown, and that and and I'll tell you, Tyron Smith. I know he got hurt. He didn't play great. Davenport, Davenport, Dak out of the pocket. Yeah, yeah. and you know Collins. I like I said, every one of those first down runs, they had somebody had a problem. Somebody had a problem every time that they snapped the ball. Did Did you have a problem with how much they ran on first down? That's a big talking point coming out of this game. Is it? it, I mean, were they running into a brick wall too often? Well, I I just felt like just going into the game. I felt like if they were going to do anything, it was going to come on the edges. Yeah, is what I was going to. You know, that there was times where I felt. I mean, if you watch the games they played against the Texans and the Seahawks and the Rams. Those teams had success running the ball a little bit, not inside. You did. You mentioned that last week on the so, show. So yeah. you know, to me, everything that was going inside, you know, there was just it was just problems. There were more problems inside because they couldn't make cutoff blocks, they couldn't make reach blocks, they couldn't scoop their guys. You know, I mean, you know, I, I saw one, I saw one toss sweep that they ran where where uh, Zach Martin missed his guy and the linebacker made the tackle. You know, maybe that took him out of all that stuff. But, I mean, everything to me was inside, inside, inside. And, you know, people will say, well, what about, oh, on first down, why don't you throw it? Why don't you play action? You know, you're going to get some type. You're going to get better results. You're not going to get better results if nobody's open. That, that was a huge problem in this game. You're, you're watching the game and you're thinking, man, when is Michael Gallup coming back? Because how much could he help this offense right now, the way he's separating they gave, those first couple they of games? Bet, they bet that Smith – and Cobb were not going to beat them. That's what they bet on. You know, they play cover two. They'll play some uh, play some man stuff underneath. And those receivers did not do a very good job of separating. See, and all these folks are yelling for play action. Yeah. When you run the ball for forty five yards, play action. What are they biting on? We're well, we're stopping. The you. analytics guys will tell you play action affects them regardless of what yeah, well, the, the play action is. All right. Not a fan of that. <laughs> you know what? No, that's, that's what they say. No, you're right, Brian. Analytics, analytics start helping dumb people act smart because yeah. they can't see what's going on in the game. All right. <laughs> I just, I, I just, to me, it was there were more problems run blocking than there were pass blocking. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought. That, I mean, that, you that, know, the, 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 the last the sack they get on, you know, was unfortunate. On the you know the, in the final minute of the game, that that is unfortunate right there because again you lose your left tackle, you lose ten seconds, you lose field little field position there, you know. So to me, you know, I mean the protection, they just did not win enough on the outside, and then when they did win, you know the quarterback had trouble getting them the ball. That's it. That's the way it came down. You they gave him credit. That third, third and two to Cooper, or I'm sorry, to Cobb, that was incomplete. Where he missed him. Yeah, that was a clean pocket. And, and you know, yeah. sometimes Dak three man rush, three man rush. Sometimes the ball was coming out quick, but he had some clean pockets in the game. Um, you're right. Just, I mean, when you see Zeke 1.9, that's just that's not Zeke, and they just couldn't get anything going. You got to give the Saints credit. You have to. Which, by the way, on uh, Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. So. I don't I don't know if I've heard this term before for a sprained ankle, but when I asked if it was a high ankle sprain, I was told it was a medial ankle sprain, not as between? bad as a high. It's in between yeah. a, a normal and a high. So low is the best. Yes, high is the worst, and mm. this was in between. But he's still going to miss some time. Sure, yes. and they 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 did it. You know, there was no structural damage, but it's a sprain. Could have been worse. Ligament. It, it looked bad. And I would imagine at least two games that he misses. And here's the here. And I told the guys this morning on this when you play at the Superdome. Where the visitors' locker room is and where the buses are, and walk all the last kick yards, in the ass yeah. when you lose, you got to walk 130 <laughs> yards yeah. across the field to get to the bus. And here's old Tyron Smith in this big old boot having mm. to lumber all that way to get to the bus. Yeah, you know, an aversion sprain is a tear of the deltoid ligaments on the inside of the ankle. It is often called a medial ankle sprain. All right, deltoid ligament. So it's sprain. the inside ligament is what we're. That's li- what the that's what apparently. The medial ankle sprain inside of the ankle. That's the one we all sprain, right? Us common athletes? Yes. I wonder if that's better than being outside. 
you know, the inside ligament better than the outside ligament? I don't know. I have, He's well, missing games. I have no idea. Camp Fleming, get ready, I yeah, guess. Exactly. The ones that we do, the ankle goes like that. Yeah. And a, a high ankle, it goes inside. Inside, right. So yeah. I don't know what the medial. I guess the medial is kind of in between. Get ready for know. a lot of two tight end sets against the Packers. Okay, so Mickey will be um, – we'll have his critique of Cam Fleming coming up shortly here <laughs> on Talking Cowboys. And we return with more Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too – Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the – That's my neighbor! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. It's time for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes up to 64 ounce. The Growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, no matter what the Cowboys do, they're still Jack Black, and you need to go to getjackblack.com to get some of their new fragrances for men. Uh, the special runs out this week, so you got until midnight tomorrow to go to Get Jack Black. What? <laughs> go to getjackblack.com to smell good. How's that? All right. Very good. Need some smell good around here. Also, Cowboys Hour tonight, free and open to the public. Join us at Neighborhood Services at the Omni Frisco Hotel for the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, presented by Albertsons. Tune in tonight as host Brad Sham, Kevin Turner, and Taylor Stern. Sit down with LP and Xavier Suofilo. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash Cowboys Hour. And one more read, free-to-play. Check out free-to-play predictive games in, awful in, in, that yesterday. in the Dallas Cowboys app <laughs> to win cash prizes up to 10000 grand prize. Fans must be 21 or older and logged into play. Download the app for access on game days at DallasCowboys.com slash app. I don't want to go back and look at my picks from yesterday. I don't. I know I was not good. Yeah. I mean, going into the weekend, I thought, oh, these are all easy to pick. Yeah. And that's hard. That's the way it goes. Tough. That's tough, right. Tough thing. Uh, injuries other than Tyron Smith, who we have determined that will miss some time. Tavon, I mean, uh, Kayvon Frazier. Kayvon Frazier. Pectoral. Pectoral muscle. Yes. Is it tour or what do we got? It's, they need to decide. Okay. It's, it's, it, he, if, if, it's, if it's not surgery, but he's going to be out for a while, I'm telling. Bad sign when they ruled, just went ahead and ruled him out of the game in the first half. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was something that was going to keep him out a little so bit. So he's out for several weeks, probably. So Donovan Wilson. Yep. Gets, the, gets 37. The, yeah. Gets his jersey back. Yeah, yeah. he was inactive yesterday, yeah. so. We'll see how that goes. I forgot to look at And that. then uh, Lawrence came out for a little bit, but he's fine. That sounds right. like <clears throat> Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Sounds like it. Although, you know, they, they had him rushing only on third downs in the second half. And I think the Saints' last true drive, I think it was Hyder was in there. Yeah, Hyder was in there. First yeah. through third yeah. down yeah, exactly. at one point. Yeah. And, and, and D-Law limped off, came back. Tough guy. Uh, I think they, they think he'll be okay. Robert Quinn. 
I was, gonna, I, was, I was about to say, okay, now who who would you say had the most positive performance last night? And I was thinking Robert Quinn. How about Perry Mason just asking a question? <laughs> Only the old people know who Perry Mason is. He's a lawyer who never asked a question he didn't already know the answer that's to. That's right. That's right. So, so Bill, Bill no. just gave you a Perry Mason. <laughs> that's right. He knows exactly. Uh, I'll say this, though. You know, Robert Quinn. And then, you know, Armstead is a is – a, Quality tackle. Mm-hmm. That's not a bum out there playing left tackle. It's not Chaz Green or somebody like out there, you know, playing tackle and you're just running around him. You know, they, they, he, they Armstead had no, they had no answer for him. They tried to chip him, help him a couple of times, and you know, it, it that didn't work. That's, I mean, that that's just a great sign if you're a Cowboy fan of that his effort and the way he plays and the the intensity, the way he's running down plays, the way he's running down quarterbacks. You know, that, that can only help you going forward. Is he different than what you saw on film when the Cowboys made the acquisition in the recent years? Is he, is he, or is it because oh, he's no. healthy and he's. No, he's always had that ability to rush yeah. the passer. I mean that's 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 right. his game. He you know you if you maybe put, maybe you just don't notice until you've got him on your team where every single play he is just relentless. He is he has got so many tools in the tool belt as they like to say mm-hmm. in the scouting world because he will come after you. He'll dip. He'll rip. He plays with his hands. He knows how. You know you see how low he gets to the ground. Mm-hmm. You know when, when a tackle cannot get their hands on him. That is a problem. That is a big problem. And you get somebody where he's had some issues with us here early in the OTAs and mini camps and training camp. He couldn't stand his feet. Yeah. Last night, he you saw what he could do. And he's capable of not losing his feet. He's capable of sharpening that corner and bringing your quarterback down in the pocket. So, yeah, that, that's, that's, well, a, that's a great sign. You know, when they're looking at that tape, you know, and you're handing out the helmet stickers, give him a few. The way he played. But it also tells you, because it, it, it probably, I mean, for someone to be able to do anything at, at this level, there's so much work that goes into it in the offseason, just getting your body ready to do it. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing him at the first bit of training camp, and he's losing his feet, whatever. What it tells you, you remember you saw him two weeks ago come in here with football equipment in hand right. when, after he served his suspension. It shows what kind of work ethic that he had to maintain the conditioning yeah. and uh, whatever he needed to be able to play at this level immediately. Yeah, Three tackles, two sacks. Two tackles for losses, three quarterbacks hits in a pass defense at the line of scrimmage. It, Brian said, "Great sign. It's a great sign for Tank too, because you know they they chipped Quinn a little bit in this game, but you got to make a decision at some point. You know, take the atten- little tension away from Tank. Maybe he gets some more one on one opportunities. Five sacks in the game, basically wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. Five sacks. Didn't one get called back? Are you, are you counting the one that got called back? They took a holding call." He had Quinn had oh, Quinn would have right. had three sacks. He would have had three. You're he would right. have had. They took a holding call, mm-hmm. which surprised me. I'm kind of like, okay, you know, I mean, they already had him back, but still, yeah, it's that that you know. Let's let's be honest too. Tank, step up the game too. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there. I mean, you watch Quinn on the other side rush. You need that same effort on the on the left side too. You know, yeah. I mean, that's to me, I, I, you know, that's if they're going to really get this thing humming, you know, in the pass rush, you know, they need to get him going as well. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, from what you could tell, what are they doing with Jalen Smith? Blitzing. That's his strength. Mm-hmm. He attacks the, po- I mean, they, they, Quinn had a sack because he, he, he attacked the pocket and he was able to kind of bring it, it, it was Quinn is screaming off the edge. Armstead's got no chance. The back Murray has got he's got a face full of fifty four where he could have like he could have said no I've got to take care of this guy screaming off the edge, but Smith does a great job of attacking the pocket and it forces Murray to have to step up to give Quinn the free lane to go. So, you know, all you folks last week they're wanting to just throw dirt on Smith. You know, just watch the game a little closer. Just watch the game a little closer. That's all I'm asking. Would you say four bad plays last yeah, week? Yeah, four bad and plays, and you know, and he he affects the way. Is there times where he looks like he's running slow or it's, doesn't have the burst? Yeah, but I I mean everything last night to me was burst and power. That's what this guy is. I, he's a burst and power player. There are going to be times where he doesn't pivot and explode like he should off that foot. You know, it's going to happen. 
But we're acting like, oh, this guy, you know, he took the money and ran. Nine tackles, a sack, two tackles for a loss, and a quarterback hit. But I like this 3-3-5 alignment where you've got him up there, and Leighton for that matter, where you could rush either one of them or both of them, which we've seen. He's such a powerful player that these guards – it's not like rushing a light guy in there and trying to make something happen with quickness. You're attacking the pocket with power. And, you, and you're attacking the pocket with a guy who has a feel for how to attack it and get around blocks to get in on the quarterback. Yeah, I believe they were they, actually getting better pressure doing that than just well, playing the standard defense. It wasn't just mm-hmm. Jalen. I think they rushed Van Der Esch and got Malik home on an early sack as well. And we Brian talked about splash plays. Van Der Esch blew up a couple plays in this game, too. Third down and, it yeah. was third down and one, and they'd run the toss sweep. And, yeah, here we're, we're showing it right there. There you go. Good job. Way to go with uh, Caden. They were really yeah, active. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you're saying. You've got to find that. That's the play I was talking about. Smith right there attacks the, the running back to the point where it made it just allowed Quinn to come flying off the edge. So, yeah, that that's and right there. That gave you that play. I don't right know. There. Oh, he held, held down to the ball. Yeah, this is. I'm sorry, we're doing terrible radio right now. Unless you're watching what we're talking about here, my, my which you should be. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but anyway, I, unless you're driving, I just feel like though that that Smith, when they put him in those situations. It is the best way to play with him instead of putting him in coverage. And so, in order to use Smith in this way, do they? Does he need to rest some during the game? Do they need to take him off the field? In and order so they for tried him? to do with Joe Thomas last week, and then right. everybody was screaming that Smith right. was a bum, you know. But they they figured out, you know, maybe they, they maybe there's down in distances they want to get Joe. Th- I didn't see Joe Thomas playing any snaps on defense last night. Yeah, he was in there a little bit. Yeah, second half. Second yeah. half. And then, and then I, didn't, had, I didn't see. They had Lee alongside Vander Esch at times, too. That's what I was saying. I yeah. saw more Lee. But later, no, later it was, was Thomas was in there. Okay. There was, there was a yeah. series tape, and yeah. I, didn't, I just didn't yeah. notice him as much as I did yeah. last week. I noticed the fourth quarter, I think. It wasn't Lee as was much. in it. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, it was in the same series where Lee was on, then Thomas came on, and I don't know, watching mm-hmm. on television, it's hard to tell yeah. exactly what they're doing. I guarantee you Joe Thomas didn't have 33 snaps like he did no, last week. But I, he was in yeah. there a little, maybe a yeah. series. Yeah. 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 Um, we can get more into that as the week goes on, but I'd like to uh, to find out from you, Brian, if it's if this the three three five thing is that a, a trickle up effect from college where you see some colleges with these now with the with the more prevalent college type spread offensive sure. stuff and Absolutely. the defenses yeah. are reacting to it Absolutely, now yeah. and you get more speed on the field and, and that Absolutely, sort of thing yeah. and that plays to the Cowboys' hands with the strength at the linebacker position on this team no. you get more of those guys on the f- more snaps for them. And you're going to have a better defense. Thomas had 14 snaps. 14. So, how many did Lee have? Twenty nine. Okay. He played yeah. more in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that does well, it. he actually played in some of the two linebackers. Yeah. situation. he was even playing that's in right. the middle yeah. sometimes yeah. too. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's why I was curious on Jalen. Jalen would be off the field in that situation, and Doesn't someone look is like trying, to trying to come to us, in. Maybe no, okay. I don't see anybody trying to sneak in on us. Here. Okay, we have just been told that we have till twelve if we want. There you want to take it till twelve? Yeah, Let's take it absolutely. to twelve. We've got stuff All right, who else about. besides? Robert Quinn stood out. Talked can... about Jalen Smith. Talked about yeah. Van Der Esch. Jeez. Uh, trying to think of who else really, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, Byron Jones on, you know, it's funny how they played of the targets that went to Mike Thomas, you know, of the nine mm-hmm. targets he had. The It's funny how they played him on four of the nine targets. They played zone coverage against him. Hmm. So Which, were they worried about him getting behind him? I, you know, I don't know why with Teddy Bridgewater because they were just going to nickel and dime underneath. Yeah, and it was, and then you know, the they. By the way, uh, Thomas got away with a great push off on Byron Jones on his third on this the catch he made. That's something I think you mentioned during the week. I did. I said that he likes to push mm-hmm. off, but you know, again, the officials are going to call your guy. I mean, that's uh, Jason Garrett's right. You mentioned it to the officials, and they'll probably say they'll get your guy. But they they mm. missed they missed Thomas. I mean, it is clear a two hand shove on Byron Jones and missed it. But Byron carried uh, carried him one time out of the slot, and that was when they ran him through the trash where they thought they had the pass inter- offensive pass interference. Yep. But that was just actually a good way of running the play. And then and then uh, and then also uh, Anthony Brown carried him on a, a slot play on a wheel route they ran. So yeah, I mean it's. 
they kind of went. It wasn't you know like I thought. I thought they would maybe take Byron Jones and put him on on him the whole time. Now on third down defense though, on third down defenses, Byron Jones took him. I believe here I have it. Uh, let's see, that would be five times he carried him, and then two of the times of the five that they had, he uh, they got sacks on the play. So that that's you know kind of tells you a little bit about you know taking maybe your best corner and putting him on uh, putting him on their best player. So, but yeah, they they, they had some they had some nice uh, nice uh, some nice coverage on some of those third down plays when they when they had to. Uh, when they had to uh, to get it, and credit Jeff Heath for that shot he had on Ted Ginn early in the game. That finally the Cowboys get an interception. Um, yeah, and, and Cheeto comes up with the play there. I don't recall uh, you saying anything about any offensive players. Oh, you were asking defensive guys. That no, stood no, out. no, 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 it, no. Across the board. Well, I think the tight ends played well. I mean, mm-hmm. well, okay, Witten had the fumble, but I mean, Jar- they. It, I just wish they would have. Gone after these safeties more. Mm-hmm. I just wish. I mean, the, the middle of the field to me was where you needed to work, and throwing the ball at, at a guy. I, I get it. Lattimore had given up plays. I get it. He played his ass off yesterday. You know, he took your best receiver out of the game. If you want to be honest about it, you know, and you could say, oh well, maybe it was his ankle and all that. No, this kid played great. You know, and they just couldn't win at the other spots. Where they were winning was the some of the throws that they were making to the middle of the field. Well, they were leaving the middle of the field open. Mm-hmm. The safeties were wide. I don't. I mean, again, I you know the safeties were young. Wide. Bill Walsh had a rough day calling well, plays. Well, maybe yesterday. that's why they thought. Maybe they thought <laughs> he did. You, you don't think he's he ready to be the head coach uh, in game eight? I'm just telling you though that, that to me. You know what he had done such a great job of attacking teams' weaknesses. Yeah, he had, and people say, "Oh, this looks like Linehan football." No, I mean the Saints. Dennis Allen said, "Okay, rush three, clog. Dak's not going to make a throw." They they said, "Okay, Dak, you're not good enough to beat us. You're, I don't care how many throws or how good you've looked." You know they they put pressure on him to have to make some throws, and they just couldn't come up with the throws. But the receivers didn't win. They didn't win line of scrimmage running the football. You know, all those things that we kind of talked about. Oh, the Saints are bad at this. The Saints are bad at this. The Saints are bad at this. We went through a litany of what the Saints were bad at. They kicked your ass in every single one of those things you thought they were bad at yesterday. So young Bill Walsh had a little problem yesterday calling ball plays. Well, old Sean Payton put up 12 points. Well, you know what? That was all he needed to do with a backup quarterback. A backup quarterback's I, I, I two you. and zero. Oh. I got you. Yeah, um, he is, and, and they, they're two and zero oh because they've they've they have complete games, complete performances, special teams. They their field position is usually pretty good. Five takeaways. Takeaways defensively. Five. I mean, they're winning with complete football, and that's really what the Cowboys did first three games of the season. They just I don't count that last one as a takeaway. I know he's really four. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to accentuate my point. <laughs> That's a sign of a good team, though, by the way. I mean, you go up to Seattle and win that game, and then you play this team and do what you did with the way the Cowboys have put up offense. I don't care who they play the first three games. I mean, that's impressive. You have to give the Saints some credit. Here. Do you think that um, playing on the road in a loud stadium like that affected uh, what the offensive coordinator planned to do in the game as far as – what run the ball on first down for one or two yards a shot? Yeah, I don't think so. I felt like he probably felt like watching the tape that did he you know the Saints had had problems stopping the run. The Saints had stopped problems stopping the run though on the edges, not inside. You know, and they get Rankins back, and and by the way, nobody decided to block Malcolm Brown. You don't block Malcolm Brown. I mean, you get what you deserve. You know, I mean, that's 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 you know, you're you're that's an all pro center, all pro guard, you know, a guy that's trying to find his way at left guard. They do have four first round draft picks on, on their front four, yeah. And and I and tell they you, played like it, and they mm-hmm. absolutely played like it, they sure did. Give them credit, they covered and they and they and they and they controlled the line of scrimmage. That's exactly what you had to do in this football game, and they did both, so, and they and they controlled the quarterback. Yeah. You know, it didn't let him out of the pocket. What? What? One time, when yeah. he when he scrambled for the first down and got the the roughing penalty. Roughing penalty. Yeah. 
That's oh, what they the did. roughing penalties. Uh, someone said, "Okay, how come they caught they it they they picked they, that one up? Yeah, they picked that one up, but they didn't on the Dak one because it was a forcible blow to the head yeah. on yeah. the Dak one, yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah. On I was the wondering where you were one. going there yeah. with that, but yeah, you're right about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I had to watch it again too because my first thought was, "Oh, oh, well, they got away." Kind of looked one the there, same, but, but you yeah. could see Jalen pulling pulling back. He was he did not go to the head, and yeah. the other one did, and which I didn't see initially, but then on the replay you can see it. So there was the difference on that. All right, Mickey, how concerned are you about the loss of Tyron Smith? I'm very concerned about it. I I, I just think that you to the have, point would you move a guy over? No, uh, I I don't want to have to maybe weaken two spots for to, to save one, but you're going to have to give Cam Fleming some help over there. I just think that's what they did last year, and uh, they got away with it. Now you'll see if you can do it again. They win two games with him at left Philadelphia and New Orleans. It did they Saints game last year? They had and Mickey's right. They gave him help. Jason Garrett was asked on the fan. Your question, and and he said we'll get into that, but the natural move would just be keep everybody where they are, and move seventy five into that spot, and a tight end in his hip pocket, yeah, or and, the fullback. And you're looking at a stretch here: Green Bay at the Jets, at home against Philadelphia, and then the bye week. You would hope that Tyron Smith some, somehow, some way, can make it back for. Philadelphia game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In time that, that, that's your Philly. hope. If Britt Brown, I mean, he's done some magic with these guys here lately. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, we're going to maybe see Michael Gallup this week. You know, just keep keep that in mind. How does, how does that type of injury impact the position he plays? I mean, as opposed to Tyron other positions. Yeah, as opposed to other positions. He's got to be able to move. You still got to be able to push off. Yeah. He'll be able to test it in practice with Robert Quinn going around him. That's, a, that's about the. <laughs> can't ask for a better test than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give the pro department a lot of credit for Robert Quinn. You know, give those it's, guys, when you go out and evaluate mm-hmm. and you see new general manager. Um, hey, we could have this guy for, you know, the question was, does he still have juice left in the tank? Mm-hmm. I think they initially got him thinking that maybe they weren't going to get DeMarcus Lawrence signed. That's probably why I think they were probably sure. looking at like, okay, we, of it, yeah. we have got to get a rusher just in case we don't get. You know, yeah, and, and, you, and you got the Gregory news in, what, February? Right. That, and you don't know when he's coming back, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, that's looking like one of the better moves, they've, the shrewd moves they've made in the last few years. I mean... Six-round pick? Exactly. Injuries held him back a little bit the last couple years. Bad team. Playing in a 3-4 and all that. I mean, this is where he's most comfortable rushing. You know what? And he's so engaged. He's so laid back. You don't know kind of where he's at. But, but boy, when he gets on the field, he's an engaged player. He is going. Well, the other part of it is, and I think you can go back to when he came out in the draft. I mean, from day one, for the scouts, coaches, whatever, they talked about what kind of person Robert Quinn is. And so they they studied him when when they came out, and they knew what kind of individual they were getting, you know, a pro. Uh, who's um, yeah, even late in his career, he's going to be have taken care of himself and put yeah. himself in a position to be it's, like this. It's a shame that last night was wasted on such a great effort. Because mm-hmm. if they win, the, if they win that game, thirteen to twelve, all we're talking about is what a badass Robert Quinn was, right? And how you know now we're kind of we're talking about him now, but it, not to the point of my gosh, you see him do this, you see him do this, you see him do this, you know that kind of thing. I just it's a shame. You know, there was some great some great efforts out there and you know, to waste it on a, a backup quarterback beating him the way they did, you know. Speaking of four, uh, thirteen to twelve, how far do you think they would have had to get before he gave Mauer a shot at the at the game winner? He, was, he he said it on the fan this morning. Like yeah. I mean he didn't have a it sounded like sixty two, sixty three. Low sixties so which would be the record. What what would it have been if they tried to just to line it up? The right end. there, it was 70. It was 70. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, that's a little much. What's the record? 63? 64. 64. 64. Yeah. He's got a leg, but. A New Orleans Saint held that record for a long time. Tom Dempsey. Dempsey. Tom Dempsey. Yeah. 60, it was 63 with Dempsey. Right. Yeah. Right. The wooden foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, it's, you know, they, they, again, the, the, you lose your tackle, you lose a 10 second runoff. That, that, that hurts yep. you at the end of the game. That, you know, all, the, all the, that sack, and that's the, and it was, they hadn't had a sack the whole game. And that's where they get it on you right there, you know. And that's that's the unfortunate thing right there that uh, 
you know, if you had the 10 seconds, maybe you could have run another play. And then, you know, because I, I give I give Marcus Williams, I talk about how bad their safety is, so I give him some credit for making the tackle. Man, that was a heck of a tackle because if Randall Cobb breaks that, I mean, he's going in. I mean, he's – He's well, gonna. He's probably gonna fall down, and, you, know, point, and you gotta rally, point, rally, rally, either, rally. Yeah. At that point, he's yeah. either gotta go in or get out of bounds, or, or get down. Or they were getting yeah, far yeah, enough yeah. downfield exactly. where they weren't gonna be able to clock it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they barely clocked it for the, yeah. the final hail mary. Yeah. Which was a nice play. You look like you're doing a three man rush, and then you blitz the linebacker late. Mm-hmm. He almost. That's why Dak couldn't get the ball. There. Yeah. They. They did. They, Dak took a big hit there too. Took a real big hit. On the Hail Mary. So, well, what's the magic number now? Oh no, we're back to that. <laughs> what's the playoff picture? Well, looking okay. Like? So you look at the the past weekend and the, what happened. The Eagles went into Green Bay and won, and the Cowboys lose, and so it's now a one game lead on the Eagles. And you got and the, the Giants coming, and the Giants too are sitting there at two, two and, and two. two. That's about right. That. Yeah. yeah. How do you think the Rams are feeling today too? I tell yeah. you, Tampa, Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay. did a great job. I watched that game pretty extensively. Did they? And Tampa well, did a great a job. Points. Had a great game plan. Bruce Arians. They attacked from the word go. I mean, that was great job. I mean, they, and they got intercepted. I mean, they confused. Todd Bowles did a nice job of confusing uh, that uh, that quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. It seems like what Three you do picks. is confuse him and put him in bad weather, and you can usually beat the Rams with that guy at quarterback. 55 points on that defense, too, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what happened to Mr. Job. Fix-It? <laughs> yeah, we had Todd Bowles versus Wade Phillips there. Yeah, it was good. Good. Todd did it. I mean, he he did a nice job. I know they got forty, but man, it, the Rams. It, it was late. In the, it was late second half. I mean, they were they were the the Buccaneers came to play. They're up twenty one to nothing when that thing started. So good job on them for going out there, going all the way across the country after a tough loss against the Giants, where all they had to do was make a damn field goal. That's right. And then they were going to win that game. So and a makeable field goal. The guy's Absolutely. a good offensive coach. Yep. Absolutely. Arians. Arians, yeah. Yep. No doubt about it. Yes. All right. We uh, have much more to break down tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys, and we'll start turning our attention towards those Green Bay Packers. And I saw one of the break guys here. They should be coming up shortly here on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?